At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are off and running on a Wednesday night, live from the Circus Sportsbook, alongside Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. His former team's got a, a decent-sized matchup this weekend. Heading up to Foxborough, a little revenge on TB12's mind. Yeah. Also won a Super Bowl there, too. No big deal. Uh, I'm Tim Murray. I am no big deal. And we got, a, we got a lot of baseball going on. We were talking about it quite a bit last night. It's, uh, it's fun. It's a fun week. It's fun to have these couple days where we're still focusing on the NFL, but we take a step back and we take a look at this American League wildcard race, which, you know, just, just being uh, a little selfish, I wish it would end like tonight because our focus, Sean, it goes to the NFL tomorrow, then it goes to College Park, Maryland, where Aaron Oster is going to be uh, Going like this on Friday night, you know. He's already his, started tailgating. With his uh, with his Terps. And then it's a full boat on Saturday with, you know, three top 11 matchups. And then it's a Sunday. So, I mean, I love you, baseball. I do. I do love baseball. But I will give props right now. The Toronto Blue Jays just beat the Yankees. Yeah. So now things getting interesting. Red Sox lead 6-0 over the Orioles. If the Red Sox win that tonight, they will now be just a game back of the top wild card spot of the New York Yankees. The Blue Jays still stay a game back, but as you look at those standings right there, depending on where you are joining us or watching us, listening to us, uh, the Yankees now just a game ahead of the Red Sox. The Blue Jays don't technically gain any ground, but get that win. And then for them, what's so important is that the Blue Jays wrap up the season against the Baltimore Orioles. So the schedule does work in their favor the yankees would it'll be interesting to see how your tampa bay rays go about this weekend because they can in theory eliminate the yankees that's what we're doing we're just sitting in first place just whistling i know Dixie. but what do you do do you sit back and you <laughs> no, no. set up or do you want to get rid of it's the personal. bronx bombers it's personal when we play the red Sox and play the yankees we don't like to lose them under un- any circumstances so we'll do what it takes to win those games so for that, I mean, the Yankees, their schedule doesn't shape up all that uh, nicely because they still have another game in Toronto. They're home, but they do get the Rays. And the Red Sox, as they're up 6 nothing right now on the Orioles, have one more with the Orioles and three with the Nationals, who are terrible. So uh, we'll get a little bit more into, uh, into that. Um, it also looks like the Cardinals... 17, was it 17? 17 now? game winning streak. It's coming to an end today. They're six outs from losing to the Brewers. Brewers are ahead 
four zero about to be in the bottom of the eighth shortly. And uh, I, I I don't want to start the show with it, but I, I do want to get to uh, I do want to get to this a little bit later on. The Brewers. Ugh. Something happened with the Brewers. If you missed this, they're that, four and six that, in the last ten. Yeah, and they're not going to have one of the best relievers in all of baseball for the uh, entire postseason run. Oh, he's out for the whole time? Yeah, he broke his hand punching a wall. I knew he punched the wall, but I thought it was like a, a short-term IR. It's the rest of the season? And I don't know. It's uh, also... What was he mad at? The paint wasn't quite the right shade? That is, to me, it. you know how I always say lines seem a little fishy, a uh-huh. little stinky? Right. That, that explanation, that excuse seems a little... Had a couple drinks, celebratorily, <laughs> boom, punching a wall. What? <laughs> Who celebrates that oh, way, Sean? Oh, man, what's the? You've been in some champagne celebrations. No, no, no. We you don't, punch we don't any punch walls? Each other. No, we don't punch each other. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, you know, I actually wanted to do something. Uh, maybe we'll hold this for next week. But I was thinking in my head because you remember the futures bets that I put up. Right. And I want to do the good, the bad, and the ugly. Of, of my futures bet. Now, you only ended up with like two of them, so it would just be a segment where I, I would be, think, I where apparently I, a, I would be talking. I still think I have ugly. <laughs> I got South Florida. Oh, the South Florida. Three and a half. Well, I'm, you know. I'm trying to figure out how we're getting to four. Uh, yeah, you got one. Got got the FAMU game. <laughs> got that going on. Like you said, if you're, uh, can you call up, see if FAMU could, you fit them in another front <laughs> in the schedule? I mean, there, cancel there, a game or something like that? SMU's getting 20, so I mean. Ooh, yeah, that is uh, that's a big one. letdown spot. No, letdown spot for it's a conference SMU? game. I think it's their first conference game, by the way. Eh, you know, yeah, but they just beat TCU. Yeah, but the AAC teams we we dominate the mid to lower power five programs anyway. <laughs> so like the greater priority is to win the actual conference. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, well, I know that uh, I know that you are no longer in the circus survivor, but. We are getting to that decision time because I was on with Scott Seidenberg last night, or you might have even mention this before when we were just shooting the breeze when he walked into the, the studio, which was he's going to go with the Bengals tomorrow night on Thursday night football, seven and a half point home favorites against the Jaguars. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good play. I think it is a good play because when else are you going to want to use the Cincinnati Bengals? And they're at home. I think the Jaguars have got a lot to still figure out. So if you're still in Survivor, is Cincinnati a good play? Now, we, uh, we had a gentleman's agreement on the, uh, the Circa, uh, the nightcap Survivor, that we won't use Thursday night games. So I won't use it. Okay. I'll stick to, uh, I'll, I'll be a gentleman here in that regard. Um, That's why I'm out, because I didn't use Washington on that Thursday night. Yes, that is why you're out. Yep. Should have. To listen to yourself, because that was a smooth sailing victory. Well, never in doubt. Never, never in doubt. You just thanked me three times, four times, maybe on air? Just saying. So what other games jump out to you as potential usages when it comes to Survivor? You know, for me, I mapped it out preseason, and things change, because now the tweak that I want to make is I think the Arizona Cardinals are now the play for Christmas. Because Christmas, we had three games. With San, it's San Francisco, Tennessee's that Thursday night, the 23rd. That's part of the Circus Survivor. Cleveland at Green Bay. I don't, I don't want anything to do with that game. Both teams are good. It's at Green Bay. And then you got Indianapolis, who's all sorts of messed up. Yeah. Who the hell knows who's going to be a quarterback at that point in time, right? Yeah. Because we talked about it last night. If you're Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard running the show, you're like, no, no, no. If we're out of it. Carson Wentz is sitting on the pine because we're not giving up a first-round pick. So I think Arizona is the team you need to hold back now for Christmas. So that makes a tweak, but maybe not for this week. What about the Saints against the Giants? This was a game I had circled when I mapped out the whole schedule. The Saints in the look-ahead lines were a five-point favorite. This is going to be the first game back in the Superdome after the Hurricanes. Remember their first game of the year? They played in Jacksonville. They've had two mm-hmm. road games. The Saints are a seven and a half, eight point favorite. You have seen some backing in the marketplace for the Giants. Is there any cause for concern about taking the Saints against the Giants? 
I wouldn't call it concern, but they're just slightly further down with the pecking order, and it'd be based upon who you've used already. If you want to put Arizona, like you said, aside for later, I just think the Bills, if you have them available, Texas are coming. I mean, the Bills aren't losing that game. I'm looking at 16 and a half. If you haven't used the Titans, I mean, they're playing at the Jets. You know, I don't think the Jets are going to win a game this year. I truly think they're going 0 and 17. And last but not leastly, if you haven't used Green Bay, I like Green Bay here. I think the Steelers are a fade. I think they're in that same category as the Jets, the Jaguars. I'm not sure they're winning more than two, three games on the season. So they have Green Bay at home with the Steelers coming to them as well. I play all of those games before I kind of got Saints-Giants just because I feel like of the bad teams in the NFC East, the Giants look best of the worst. Let me say. They look better than the Eagles. They look better than Washington? Right. I I guess, I mean, they should have won that game. I, I think so, yeah. If that, if that Daniel Jones touchdown doesn't get called back for a, a bogus holding call, right? You know it, that game's completely different. Or if they don't jump all sides on the field. I mean, it's multiple things yeah, that happened. They they, that they found ways led to Washington winning that game. Yeah, Joe Judge also needs some uh, good vibes going because he. And had... I'm not pulling for Joe Judge now. I'm not saying he's doing a good job, but I'm saying <laughs> if you force me to take the Giants, Eagles, or Washington for the rest of the year, I'd probably take the Giants. So for me, in the uh, in the the nightcap survivor. Okay. Where we're all in it, all six of our entries. I've used the Packers three times. Derek used them. They're gone for Derek. Uh, Big Balls has used them a couple times. Banksy still has them. Banksy could use them. Okay. Um, Who has the Bills? Uh, everyone still has the Bills. So to me, that's the no-brainer. Yeah. I was thinking of trying to save the Bills. Uh, let's see. I had the Bills. Actually, you know what's funny is I had the Bills scheduled and it's all about audibles. You're a quarterback, got to call audibles. You Sometimes see, it, you do. see the coverage, and you're like, no, no, no. Let, let's let's change this thing up. Yeah, you could play it very safe and just say Buffalo. And it it comes down to and and you can attest to this. Do you get cute and try to do someone like New Orleans, or do you say, let's just survive in advance. Let's go with Buffalo. Let's move on to next week. If I had Cincinnati available, I'm taking Cincinnati number one. I would take Cincinnati too. Yeah, well, I think Cincinnati is the play. This week, because you're playing the Jaguars. Jaguars are not only 0-3, they're 0-3 ATS. They haven't looked apart. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't know when they'll figure that thing out. Short week, on the road. Right. Yeah. You're a home team. You know, the, yeah, I think that if you've got Cincinnati, and I, you look at it, Cincinnati's probably not going to be a play for you the rest of the year. So I would go Cincinnati. Yeah. Unfortunately. I agree. Can we, for the nightcap purposes... Am I not allowed to use it? Nope. Rules are rules. And I think I made the rules, too. I got a bet going on. First five under. Max Scherzer on the hill for the Dodgers. I got under four and a half. You're good. All right, so we'll see. We'll see if the, the Dodgers can do that. Get you updated. I know. It's football season, but baby, we got ourselves quite the wild card race going on. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Just drumming along, drumming along here, Sean. That's Sean King. You might remember him from such victories as the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. In 1998. 1998. Yeah, it would be BYU. And now you love BYU. Yeah. All on the Cougars. Fifth-ranked defense in the country. Ring that bell. Bing, 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 bing. We we dropped a 40 spot on them. Yeah, you scored some points that year. Yeah. 72 against the Raging Cajuns. I got to look up what our record was against the spread. I'm pretty sure. Maybe one or two games we might didn't cover early, but for the most part, I think we were pretty good. By the way, shout out to your former coach. They beat Troy last weekend. What a win for the UL Monroe Warhawks. Oh, wow. That's two in a row after losing like 11 or 12 straight I, games I mean, I think before the Jackson State win. I'm pretty sure, Sean, <laughs> that their over-under this year was like maybe two. Wow. They were supposed to be one of the worst teams in college football, and they beat Troy. That's a big win, man. It is. It is. 29-16. By so, the way, send prayers to uh, Rhett, uh, Rich's son. I think he's, he's yeah. on the men, though. Right. He's that getting was, better now. Oof, that yeah, looked bad. A couple rocky days there. Yeah. But uh, that's that's huge for UL Monroe. So props to uh, your former coaches, right, Terry yep. and, and Rich Rod, back well, together. Rich Rod, not Terry. Oh, he had Tommy. Ah, oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You had t- so Terry. Was at Samford. At the time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the Bowden brothers bounced around. Okay, so Rich Rod. I think he went to Akron or something for a long time. It was most recently at Akron. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's bounced around a little bit. Auburn, obviously. Um, Tommy hasn't coached since Clemson. That's crazy. Yeah, so Dabble took over Clemson for Tommy. Right, and he was yeah. the interim, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, this will go over well. Right. Come on, Max Scherzer. What are we doing here? Come on. Let's get out of this inning. Uh, I have under four and a half in Dodgers and Padres. You're good. They got two outs. You're fine. We'll get through this. Yeah, we're you're fine. We'll get through this here. Um, well, speaking of baseball, it's, uh, it's a fun time of the year. We got the AL wild card going on. Let's get you updated on the AL wild card situation. You will we'll we'll put it out on the table where we stand with okay. our futures plays. You've got the Rays. What was your number? You got the Rays at thirteen. Thirteen to one. Thirteen to one. Feeling pretty. win the World Series. Let's go Tampa. So right now. Uh, take a look at futures at this moment in time. Razor eight to one. Eight to one, yeah. A little bit, you got value. Yeah. Um, I might double down, and then I'll have twenty-one to one. That works. Yeah. I have, uh, <laughs> I have the Braves, which look just dead and buried. Now, hey, they're going to get invited well, to the gonna, dance. Yeah, they're going to be in the playoffs. Once you're dancing, you know anything can happen. So I got the the Braves preseason at six. Eighteen to one, and then I uh, I I grabbed the Brewers at eight to one. But you know what's great? One of the main reasons I like the Brewers: great rotation, great back end of the bullpen. Devin Williams punched a wall, and he is out for the postseason. What are we doing? That's quite unfortunate. Brewers will likely be without top setup reliever Devin Williams for the playoffs after he. Broke his pitching hand after punching a wall after having a few drinks following Sunday's game that clinched the NL Central. President of Baseball Operations David Stearns told reporters Williams will undergo surgery to put a plate in his hand to repair the fracture and that the injury 
will likely keep him out the remainder of the season. Williams told local reporters that mm, after the mm, team mm. celebration, I went out to have a few drinks, and at my home, I was a little frustrated, upset, and I punched a wall. That's how it happened. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, what are we doing? Well, you got to depend on your what starters. We, your starters got to give you complete games now. Good Lord Almighty. Well, I have we, a question about the baseball the, playoffs. Yes. So the wild card is a one game. Winning play it. Yep. The first play, the team with the best record plays the winner of the wild card. Correct. So we could get Giants, Dodgers. Correct. <laughs> That's why I like the Brewers so much. Yeah. Because the Brewers are going to avoid one of those teams, maybe both, if the Cardinals keep this red hot stretch out, red hot stretch going. So, you yeah, know, you don't really want the Cardinals run out either. No. Yeah. Uh, right now, four nothing. Looks like the seventeen game winning streak could be coming to the close. Could be coming to a close for the uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. But they have they clinched the playoff berth yesterday. So yeah. the NL wild card's all done. The yeah. only thing we don't know is who will play the Cardinals because the Dodgers still have a chance to catch the Giants. They remain two games back of the San Francisco Giants. I mean, it's 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 really astonishing to think at how this year has gone out, Sean, with the Giants and the Dodgers both having over 100 wins. And if this were the old format, circa 2011 and prior, the Dodgers would be playing the Brewers mm-hmm. and the Giants would be playing the Braves because you used to not be able to play the wild card winner if you were in the same division and now once the wild card play in came in uh that is different but for the NL which is all wrapped up and Dodger fans or Giant fans depending on how the season ends are going to be very frustrated that they're in that one game situation the AL is wide open man oh i'm praying we get the Yankees so the Yankees right now <clears throat> lost tonight so they fall to the Toronto Blue Jays, 6-5. to five. So they remain that top wild card spot. The Red Sox have defeated the Baltimore Orioles, so they are now a game back of the Yankees for the top wild card spot. The Mariners are playing at this moment in time against the Oakland Athletics. They are a game back just because of the Yankees and Red Sox playing so far, and the Blue Jays remain a game back. Four teams Within a game, with five to go, four to go. Exciting. It's incredible. The atmosphere tonight in Toronto was unbelievable. And for the Blue Jays, right, if they win tomorrow, game on. Because they finished the season at home, as you mentioned, great atmosphere, against the Baltimore Orioles, who were terrible. It's great to sit in the seat that I sit in as a Rays fan and not really worry about. I know. I don't think any of them can touch us. Ooh. Those are some words. Yeah, bring them on. We, I don't. Houston's can't do it. White Sox can't do it. Like I'm just worried about not having to play the Dodgers in the World Series. I like us against everybody else. And right now, the way it's set up, the White Sox are playing the Astros. That's a lock. Mm-hmm. And the Rays will get the winner of the wild card game, which once again remains completely wide open. So let's just look at the schedules from here on out. The Yankees tomorrow, mm-hmm. Sean, they finish up a series against the Blue Jays. Then they come back home and play your race. So their final four games, Tampa, or sorry, Toronto one, Tampa three. Boston gets one more with Baltimore and then travels down the beltway down to Washington. Actually, you don't travel down the beltway. You travel down 95. <laughs> you get on the beltway, you know. We know what you were talking about. Uh, and Washington's horrible. You know the team that scares me? Who's that? It's Seattle. Because they're kind of like the West, well right now. Western version of us. And to think about it real quick, sorry to interrupt. They are... Nine and one. Their run differential uh-huh. is negative 50. I see that. And the, re- and the Blue Jays is plus 168. And it's coming down to this. And for the Mariners... They're 9-1 in their last 10. You're playing the A's right now. We got that game on. It's the bottom of the first inning, no score. They beat the A's last night. They have owned the A's as of late, as Joe Fan reminded us. Finish up with the Angels. Finish up with the Angels. Otani's done for the year pitching, so he's not going to pitch in that series. Who do you think gets in right now? Who would you say is in the wild card game? 
I'm going to say it ends up being Toronto and Seattle. I think it's Toronto and Boston. I think the Yankees, I think your Rays take care of business, beat up, at least take one. I think the Blue Jays win tomorrow. I'm going to bet the Blue Jays tomorrow. Want to join me on that one? Yeah, absolutely. Bet the Blue Jays tomorrow. That Just because I just want intrigue. So that game tomorrow, Toronto and New York, Kluber against Robbie Ray. So Robbie Ray, this couldn't have worked out better for Toronto. Robbie Ray could win the American League Cy Young. Yeah, he's pretty good. So he's not going to pitch in the, in the final three games, but it, it doesn't really matter because you've got Baltimore, and you need him in this spot. They win tomorrow, they're tied with the Yankees. I'd love to see Boston flame out against the Nationals. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'll be honest, as a Nats fan, and this season has just been so, so terrible, to see them, they're playing meaningful games at the end of the season. Right. And that stadium's going to be all Red Sox fans, I'm sure of it, to beat them. Oh, yeah, that'd be glorious. That would be great. Yeah. Let's go Nats. <laughs> Do one thing this year. But I think ultimately, I think the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. I really do. They're I think hot. The Blue, Blue Jays are going to be in the playoffs. They win tomorrow. They even things up with the Yankees. They scare me. In Toronto, that place is going to be on fire taking on the Baltimore Orioles. All right. When we come back, Sean, we talked about this game yesterday. I like it even more today. Something is smelling a little stinky. A little fishy to me. I'll tell you about that on the other side. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Season's point spread weekly is out now, and in this edition, we break down Tom Brady's return to New England to face off with Bill Belichick. There it is. Look at that. So, 
logo or oh. nice cover there. Oh, lovely. Matt Humans focuses on Lane Kiffin's showdown with his former boss, Nick Saban. Brady Cannon evaluates the week four contest plays. Adam Burke breaks down situational spots that have maximum value in college football. These stories and more in this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly. Download it today. Head over to vcin.com backslash subscribe for more information. Once again, vcin.com backslash subscribe. Well, 2 nothing bottom two, so that's super duper. Come on now, Dodgers. Relax. Relax. Right. You got a lead. Yeah. Yeah. It's just take okay. it take it to the six. Yeah, two nothing, and then just no more runs. Let Max Scherzer do his thing, and then if you want to pile it on, I am happy. Our guy, uh, Aaron Oster, took a a bet preseason on Trey Turner to lead the league in hits. They got a got a single, Aaron. How are we looking? He's going up with Vlad Guerrero. He's got a thumbs up from Aaron back there, so he's feeling okay. good. Okay. What do we got? Twelve to one on that? Did you play? Twelve to one. Nice. Well, preseason. Nice. That's what we do here. We make you money. Well. I don't know, he didn't tell anyone about that. He's getting, He might make some money. <laughs> I was going to say, we didn't have this show, but we did have the show when he made the bet because the show started back uh, in February. So, you know what's funny? Because I don't know why. Maybe, maybe because I don't really have... I don't know what I want to do with this game betting-wise, but we haven't talked about Ole Miss in Alabama. We haven't. It's interesting because... Maybe the start time is later, so when you look at the schedule, That's you, get, a, you a, get to them later. 12.30, yeah, game out yeah. here, 3.30 window. It's uh, 4 nothing. In the first inning. <laughs> I thought it was a third. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. And A.J. Pollock, my Notre Dame guy, what are you doing for me? You know, you could have took the over. I could have. I've been I know, feeling good. I, I thought I was like, oh, being all, oh, yeah, Max Scherzer's on the hill. Well, he doesn't allow to run. Uh, well, no more runs. All right. I was, no, I was hoping no you more runs. I was hoping you did not see that. Like, oh, he's gonna. Well, you win some, you lose some. I lost. I won my Mariners bet last night, so I guess we'll break even. Because you know what? You know what I need to do. This is a moral story. Stop betting baseball. You, you're the baseball better on the show. I'm hey. not. I got, I gotta carry it away today. Just follow my advice. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Well. So Ole Miss visiting. Alabama last year this game was 63 to 48. It right. was there I, I wish I had the stat on hand, but I think so, of the yardage that could have been gained in the game, it was it came out to like 20 yards shorter. There was just no stops anywhere. And this game, Matt Metcalf, uh here at Circa, he posted a 20. And he talked about it uh with David Purdom on ESPN.com. How they got a bunch of max bets all on Ole Miss. They quickly, you know, brought that down. And now we sit at 15, 14 and a half. So when you look at this game and, you know, save our Kiffin's having all the fun this week and he's tweeting stuff and he's, you know, you know, Will Bond's out there calling him, uh, I don't know if you call him a disgrace or whatever. That made no sense to me at all. I was like, what? I mean, what are we doing here? But regardless of that, that that's a waste of time, to be honest. What do you make of this game? Here's my issue. I don't know if Ole Miss is ready for Bama. Like, I don't know if their schedule has them prepared for what they're about to face. Bama opened with Miami. Miami's not a world beater, but I think they're better than Louisville. Bama went well, to I thought Louisville was going to win the ACC. They are. But they're not better than Miami. Right. They're not. It's kind of semantics sometimes. It's not false. That just tickles you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like a feather. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's, listen. Continue. So, sorry. Okay. So the game at Florida, to me, has Bama ready for playing the elites. I don't think Ole Miss, they caught Louisville. That was that, that Louisville team they played in the opener on what was like a Tuesday or Monday, Monday night. Labor Day Monday. Right. That wasn't the same Louisville team we've seen subsequently. They have gotten better. They've You're gotten right. better. Sure. So Louisville, I think it's Austin P or Mercer or somebody, and then a two-lane team that have been gone from New Orleans for weeks. They're wore down. Now you're about to go face Bama. I just think the first quarter is going to be very important in this game. I think Ole Miss has to find a way to not be down two touchdowns after the first quarter because I think Bama's going to be prepared and ready. 
I'm not sure that Ole Miss defense is ready for what they're about to see from a speed, size, talent standpoint. Yeah, I mean, I really want to take the points. Um, and, I'll, you know, when it popped 20, I just took a little bite of the apple because I was like, whoa, 20. I wasn't expecting that, so I did. Mm-hmm. And now that it's settled here, and I don't think it's moving past 14, now that it's settled here, It feels a little too good to be true because we've seen so many positive things about Ole Miss so far. And it, one of the things that's kind of been bugging me is that people have been knocking Alabama for going to the swamp with a quarterback who hadn't played a true road game yet and winning. Yeah, I don't understand that. Now, look, Alabama's defense has has showed some a little bit of leakiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Late. you play. When you're taking when you're playing a team like Ole Miss, and Which is why you like the Ole Miss side, because Lane's going to keep throwing the ball no matter what. Right, and and the back door you just feel like is going to be open. And to me, Alabama has let their foot off the gas defensively in the second half of some of these games. I just feel like doesn't this have the makings? At least it feels to me like it's that spot where, I mean, Saban has had this game circled. He knows. Yeah, he knows that. Ole Miss and Lane and everything they've got going. And they're the sexy team right now. They they put up a ton of points against Tulane. They they're, you know, Matt Corral's your Heisman favorite. And he's a he's a a uh he's kind of an affable guy. You know, when he was interviewed after the Louisville game, he jokingly said, Ah, oh, we don't need a coach, you know. Like you you like him. You right. like everything that's going on about Ole Miss, and everyone wants to see Big Bad Bama go down. Just like you wanted to see Clemson go down, you want to see Ohio State well, go down. That's not happening. I don't think it's happening yeah. either. You're going into Tuscaloosa, <clears throat> and I know people have said, "Oh, that defense is better." Is it though? Here's why. Are I, they ready for I, this? I, I think the hook is so important. I just mean, if if Bama's up 24 with four minutes to go in the fourth, and Ole Miss has the ball, like Lanes, if they score, Lanes lie with the onside to try and get the ball back, like. There's not, there'll be no point in this game, no matter what the score, that Lane stops trying to score on Alabama, which is why I think that's a big number. Because this has backdoor cover written all over it. Yep. What about the total? It just keeps on rising. So 63 to 48 was the score last year. I mean, that's a total of yeah, I, I don't know if you can make the total high enough. So last year, the total, uh, the, the final score went three touchdowns over the total. But the crazy thing is, if you say... Alabama wins, you know, 52 to 24. Well, that's an under. Yeah. The thing, I, the only thing if, about taking the over in this game is I don't think Bryce Young is as killerish as Mac Jones was last year. Like, Mac had no conscience whatsoever. They were bombs over Baghdad from start to finish. I mean, they were play action. Sarkeesian was dialing that thing up. I feel like Bryce and this offense, even though they're still explosive, they aren't as aggressive sometimes from a play-calling standpoint with Bill O'Brien as they were with Steve Sarkeesian. So this is year two for the lane train down in Oxford. Last year was 63-48. Year prior to that, 59-31. Year prior to that, 62-7. Year prior to that, 66-3. So Alabama's just been putting it on. So they've got 50-plus every game. Year after year. They just, yeah, they put a ton <laughs> on them. Now, Ole Miss, when they had Hugh Freeze on the sidelines, they, they got the best of old Saban. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Saban has never lost to a former assistant. Keep that in mind. But real quick, pivoting to the Heisman Trophy. I have that long shot on Matt Corral, 27-1. to mm-hmm. Does Matt Corral, if they lose, does he lose the Heisman Trophy? No, it just depends on how he plays. So let's say he, let's say Alabama wins 52-35, to and Matt Corral throws four touchdowns but has two picks. That doesn't hurt him. I don't think so either. Yeah, that doesn't hurt him. As the game, as, to I, me, the games after Alabama are where it's like, what do you do after that? Do you beat Arkansas? Do you beat LSU? Do you beat A&M? I think the point is he has to look Heisman-like. You can't put up a Malik Willis performance versus Syracuse. Like I'm just, just, He has to look Heisman-like. Has Bryce Young looked Heisman-like yet? No. He hadn't had to. I mean, who's watched the whole Alabama game? Like, right. People watch the first quarter. I mean, they like, watch the Florida game. They got it. Yeah. Yeah.
stay away for you? I don't know. Thinking about it? Go with my gut. What's your gut telling you? Yeah. After Bama burnt me at Florida with the two touchdowns, I'm probably going to take Ole Miss. You're going to take the points? Yeah. Yeah. Your guy Lane. He knows the spread. He does. He knows the spread. It's the nightcap here on VSIN. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps you find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Alongside Sean King, former Super Bowl champ. Oh, yeah. You're always a Super Bowl champ. Yeah. Second-round pick. Shall I proceed? Tulane Green Wave, great. Um, You know what's fun? Losing bets really early. (laughs) Put him out of his misery. Yeah. I mean, we can just turn this game off. I don't need to watch Dodgers-Padres anymore. So the Dodgers had not scored four runs since Friday against the Diamondbacks. They won that game 4-2. to And over the weekend, they lose 7-2. They win 3 nothing. They win 2-1 yesterday. They score four runs in the first. Wow. I've got under four and a half first five. So I'm like, all right, still alive, I guess. And then Max Scherzer, maybe your Cy Young winner in the NL, Gives up a home run to You want to feel really sick? All five runs came with two outs. (laughs) All four of the Dodgers. I don't know why. I just, like, I looked at my phone If I'm not mistaken. I know the uh, Padres run. I looked at my phone. I said, you know what? I've won that Mariners bet yesterday. They didn't want you to have to sweat over the game. Scherzer's on the hill. At least they didn't take you to the fifth inning. That's true. And do it. You know what? You're right. You got got me out of my misery early. So, there you go. if you played the over, though, congrats. You got a winner. So uh, I didn't I didn't tweet it or anything, but if you were in my mind and you said, I bet you Tim's on the under of this, and you mentally faded me, you are a winner. But you know what you could do? You could just straight up fade me on this particular play because I like it a lot. Wisconsin's playing Michigan. Oh, God. Saturday at noon. I would just witness Wisconsin. I was I was sitting there in the stands, Sean. Why? There, Why? There Why? Wisconsin. Play just, Notre Dame. I don't get why you want to fade Michigan and roll with the guy who's thrown one touchdown and six interceptions this season. But why should I follow Michigan? What has Michigan done, Sean, to tell me that they're worthy of being a favorite in this game. They're not. Wisconsin's the favorite. They're 4-0. They've played all their games at home. They beat Washington. Congrats. Washington is a dumpster fire offensively. You beat Rutgers last week. Okay, cool. Second half against Rutgers at home. Yeah, pretty bad. They had 42 yards of offense. It's true. 42 Yards of offense. What Michigan does is they run the football. That is their offense this year. Fifth in the nation in yards per game, 290.8. Sixth in the nation in yards per carry at 6.25. First in rushing touchdowns, 17. You know what Wisconsin does well? They stop the run. That's maybe their only thing they do well, but they stop the run. So hear me out. They have allowed 69 yards rushing this year, and that includes games against Penn State and Notre Dame. 69. Michigan will rush for more than 69 yards in this game. And okay. even if Wisconsin plays like they've played on defense all year, Mertz, I mean, it's going to take 14 points. But is Mertz, my question. 17, 21 points to win this game. My question to How do they get there? Is My question is, is Graham Mertz that bad? Yes. As bad as we saw, Wisconsin was winning in the fourth quarter against Notre Dame. They were up 13-10, to and then kickoff return for a touchdown, fumble, pick six, all that stuff. So it fell apart. Wisconsin outgained Notre Dame by 70 yards. And yet, Wisconsin is 1-2 and with their only win coming over Eastern Michigan. 
And who has Michigan beaten all at home? So you're going on the road for the first time this year. Right. And you've beaten Northern Illinois. Cool. Washington. Right. Disaster. Western Michigan, who went and beat Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. You beat Rutgers, who beat Syracuse, who subsequently beat a Liberty team on a standalone game. So, oh, so now we're doing no, the transitive properties but, here. But what I'm just saying is it's not like their but, schedule is terrible. Tell me why. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Why is Wisconsin a favorite then? Sometimes I think the odds makers don't want people to bet one way, so they put these lines out here oh, and make people look at it. The public will bet the the living daylights out of Michigan. They'll bet money line. They'll lay the points. They think this line doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it. I mean, Michigan State was a, a six-point dog to Miami some kind of way. Yeah. And I told you they were going to win outright. Like, I didn't let that number scare me off of what I had saw. Michigan State was also only a five-point favorite last weekend, and everybody laid the points of Michigan they did. State. And, what I and say, Michigan State had what? Uh, first down in the second and, half, and, and they should have lost that game. Take the money line. I I took Nebraska. Nebraska plus, was confident. I took Nebraska plus the points, and yeah. I got I got a win. Nebraska was confident coming off of the uh, close loss to Oklahoma. So they, their confidence was gaining. They've got they've improved since their opening uh, game loss to Illinois. By the way, I don't think Illinois has won another game since. I don't care. We're we're, we're done with Illinois. Yeah. We, we 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 worked. We squeezed the juice out of. We wrung that towel. We're good. So my point being. So you think Wisconsin I'm taking is going Michigan to be one and three? All right, we're going yeah. head to head. Yeah, I'm taking cigar bet. Okay, yes, absolutely. All right, add it to the cigar bet. Cigar, red wine bet. I need to win one of these. One of these I'm days. I'm going with the fight in Josh Gaddis. All right, money line, no points because you yeah. made me. And none of these games are points unless it's some kind of crazy bet. Chris Felica pointed this stat out. I texted him earlier today. Ooh, you don't text. Basis. Well, he comes on the Felica, show. He was like great. It. He was uh, it was a great guest. I you appreciate the dog. insight. Be a big dog. Unranked teams that are favorite against a top fifteen team since twenty sixteen. Sean, guess what their record is? What seven and two? Yep, seven and two, including West Virginia beating Virginia Tech earlier. You call that this year? I did. Yeah, you call that this line? It it stinks and. To me, I understand the questions and the and the hesitation when it when it comes to a guy like Graham Mertz. I totally understand that turnovers are a massive issue. Right now, the Badgers minus seven in the nation. Minus seven in the turnover margin. It's worse than the nation. Mm-hmm. Michigan hasn't turned the ball over because they haven't had to throw the football yet. But if so, Wisconsin can't score because Mertz is that bad, they don't have to throw the football in this game either. Oh, you just think they're going to line? No, you think Michigan's going to be able to line up and run it down the throat? First of all, I don't look like this Wisconsin. Wisconsin front. Like, they're the next coming, you know. Penn uh, State couldn't run on them? Yeah, but I don't think Penn State. And first was the opener for Penn State. So, a lot of things you didn't see. Notre Dame hadn't run the ball on anyone. That's true. I mean, so I'm not going to gauge it off of that. And the other opposition is Eastern Michigan. I'm just telling you, Michigan's going to run the ball in Wisconsin. Cade McNamara has thrown 53 passes this year. 53. That's all he's had to throw. I know. He's going to be forced to have to do something he's not comfortable with. Their best player, Ronnie Bell, remember, out for the year. Their biggest playmaker out wide, done for the year. So they don't have a playmaker out wide. They rely on their running backs, which I think will be neutralized enough. And this game's going to be in Camp Randall. Home field advantage. you got to eventually figure out that things are going to even out when it comes to the turnover margin. So, yeah, I just think Wisconsin. I actually think the Rutgers game helps. This is a great spot, in my opinion, for Wisconsin. Because nobody, look, the line, Wisconsin, the line is laying, Mr. Wisconsin just lost by 28 points, and they're a two-point favor against the 14th team in the country. That makes sense. It doesn't make any sense. I know. Got to trust sometimes the odds makers. I'm going to trust what I see. All right. And until Graham Mertz proves that he can win a varsity football game, I'm going to go against his squad. We'll see what Kenny has to say. See if he has any thoughts on this game. Kenny White going to join us. Kenny, you better not go against me. A little bit later on uh, in this spot. Um, he was on Notre Dame last week taking the points against Wisconsin. We'll see if he's got thoughts on Notre Dame and Cincinnati. And what did I yell every time he said take the points? You said money line. Money line. Take I took the money line. line. Yeah, take on the money line. Um, Desmond Ritter, Woo. earlier this week, uh, Ritter was asked, uh, said that Mike Denbrock, who formerly was the OC at Notre Dame, warned him how loud it could be on Saturday 
Ritter's response, quote, I told him it shouldn't be loud for too long. Uh, All right. All right. You talk that talk, big boy. Pipe down. You uh, putting up some bulletin bulletin board material there in that locker room. That's smart. Oh, gosh. Seems smart. Keep it up there, Desmond. I tried to warn you that he... Keep His it behavior up there, was a I mean, little look, he looked tremendous when they were down 14 nothing, and then he softly got tapped on the face mask, and a, a targeting got called. Completely flipped the game on its head, but I'm happy Cincinnati won that game. All I'm saying is go back it up. Keep talk that talk. Yeah. I know. He needs, it it. he needs to show up in the biggest regular season game in school history You're right. on Saturday. You're he, right. needs to, he needs to back it up. Keep talking that talk, young man. We'll see. Cincinnati's still favorite, though. So, hey, the odds makers know something I don't know. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray, a man who knows everything. Brad Evans. The big noise. He'll join us top of the hour. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote tired of restless nights at lisa we know good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health from memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home for a limited time save up to 700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows go to lisa.com iheart for an additional 50 off mattresses and select goods exclusions apply see lisa.com for more details